Welcome everybody, this is Ray of RebelEars.com and today we are discussing who is Ray of Rebel Ears. So let me start off by introducing myself. So I started off at Riverdale High School in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I started engineering when I was in high school with uh, a Fostech MR8. Now that is a digital multi-tracker. It's not sold nowadays. It is uh, obsolete. Um, when I graduated from high school, I went to SAE Institute, which was a school of audio engineering, where I got in touch with a lot of instructors, a lot of talented artists, producers, and engineers. Um, while at SAE, I started interning at Castle Hill Studios, where I got the chance to meet Steve Habicki. Now, Steve Habicki is Mike Will Maida's lead engineer. He worked on Shrimp Life 3, Cree 2, Shrimp Life 2, uh, Katy Perry, uh, Miley Cyrus, the list goes on. And also while at SAE, I worked under a company called Crew One as a stagehand. And with that company, I have built over 100 stages, concerts, and festivals. So a couple of lists, Jay-Z's 444 tour, Kendrick Lamar's Damn Tour, Beyonce Formation Tour, Taylor Swift 1989 Tour, even festivals as the Firefly Festival, Music Midtown. Um, some of my credits are Shrimp Life 2, Shrimp 3, Edgewood, Ransom 2, and the list goes on. But the reason I'm telling y'all this so y'all can understand what I'm trying to do. The reason I bring this up because I want to understand exactly how I can help others from if you want to be an intern, if you want to be a stagehand, if you want to be an engineer. I even got some tips from different producers I work with, how to produce, different techniques they use when it comes to their their 808s, their kick, the instruments they use from Omnisphere, Nexus, Native Instruments, which is a favorite of mine, Massive, I love the presets. And then when you get in depth with it, I can help you to understand like different websites like Splice when it comes with royalty-free samples and loops and even drums to Tape Op. Tape Op is a magazine that deals with straight outboard gear, um, in the box. In the box is another word for plugins to recordingrevolution.com where Graham Cochran teaches you different steps on how to be an engineer at a home studio to the pro audio files where they give you tips on how to EQ, compress, mix, even mastering. Now, a lot of people want to understand what's the difference from mixing and mastering, which will be another segment, but simple mixing is getting all your instruments, your drums, your vocals together to sit nice. And mastering is just getting them to another level. And I'll break it down more as we go by. But other than that, I am going to be talking more about interviewing different producers and artists and engineers. Going to be talking about different techniques that I use that I actually learned from Steve Abicki. Either something as simple as Mike's Will made his secret for his kicking 808. Okay, so other than that, from everybody at Rebel Ears, I want to thank you for tuning in and please 
listen to our next segment as we are going to be having more every week from perfect vocal chains, dream microphones, favorite compressors, plugins you can't live without, studio shout outs, my favorite producers, songwriters, engineers, artists, speakers, headphones, signature sounds, and even my last mix. My last mix was Izzy Perp's Make Your Flick. It's dope. I recorded it. Uh, YL mixed it. And Hiri with the three mastered it. And it's good to have people that you can, you know, get different intakes on different aspects. Because I know how to mix myself. I even know how to master myself too. I got my stuff approved through Apple, through Spotify, through um, Google, but the thing is, you don't want to put so much on yourself when it comes to that. You can, if you want to, it saves you a whole lot of money, but when it comes to time, it doesn't really give you enough leeway focusing on if you want to be a recording engineer, which I do want to be, or if you want to be a mixing engineer or a mastering engineer. And then I deal with producers too from people who know how to use Fruity Loops. Logic, Ableton, Cubase, the list goes on. And with me, my favorite is Logic Pro X. And my dog of choice is Pro Tools because I've been using that since SAE. Um, when I was interning at Castle Hill Studios, that was what they was using in sessions. They had Logics too. Matter of fact, Henry with a three is so talented on logic he know how to record mix and master he does he does everything himself and he produced too so i will give you his ig i will give you all the people i got in contact with people i still stay in contact with even people i haven't talked to in a while one thing that's good if you have a good reputation there's no problem with you giving a call to somebody that you haven't talked to in like three four months even two to three years honestly so other than that Tune back in. Welcome everybody. This is Ray of RebelEars.com. And today we are discussing, you want to be an intern. So a few things about being an intern. Of course, you got to find a studio that is of interest to you. I would recommend somewhere that is close to your area because if you're not mobile, then you got to think of how you're going to get there. And then when you get there, what's the hours? Because when I was interning at Castle Hill Studios, thanks to Dan Cohen and Max Unra, I learned a lot from setting up booking sessions, setting up um, the equipment from the A room and the B room, um, even running sessions. Because, you know, the longer you intern, the more you learn from sitting down in sessions, learning from the owners, learning how to use their outboard gear, the gears they have, the plugins. And it was really, really beneficial to me, especially on the business tip, because I understand how to work on the aspect of keeping the sessions consistent. Because being an intern is more than just sitting at a table answering phone calls. There's times when, good example, there might be an engineer that's running late or the owner might want you to um, run a session. And if you have experience, this is a good opportunity to make money, but also to work with people because um, at Castle Hill Studios, I was introduced to 
Music Soul Child, Bone Crusher. Um, I even had a session with Jay Farrow. He is um, a very funny comedian. He was on Saturday Night Live, and he's um, known for his impersonation. So it was a good session. We worked in the A-Room for like three, four hours after um, they had a session with Music Soul Child, actually. So it was a learning experience. And then there was a time when there was a session with this DJ called Brodinski. Um, you can look him up online. And he had like so many artists he was working with. It was to the point that Max Unruh was in the A room and I was in the B room. And we was there for like countless hours. So it's a good experience if you want to run your own session at home. Or if you want to work at the studio that you're interning at. Or if you want to take your experience to another studio. Because what you learn as an intern, you learn that, you know, the artist is actually paying just for the room. They don't pay for the engineer also. Because that's separate. You got to think of it this way. You pay in for the ambiance, the environment. You pay in to use the equipment. Now, if you're going to use it yourself, that's up to you. But if you don't know how to use their equipment... It's good to get an engineer. Other things that I learned being an intern, you know, of course, you got to be organized. You got to clean because you want to have a clean session. So when there's an artist about to end their session, they're going to go and leave. And most of the time they might leave their trash. They might leave, you know, ashes everywhere, depending on, you know, the occasions, uh, bottles, cups, and you just want to keep it clean for the next session. You don't want to be an artist coming in a session and, you know, floors are dirty, there's cups everywhere, uh, coffee stains. So you always want to keep a clean area. And that's what I learned also from Castle Hill Studios and turning there that, you know, you paying for a session and you don't want to be distracted by the, you know, the dirt around you. So, of course, stay clean. What else have I learned? I learned that you can learn from different engineers there. Like there was DJ Wave. When I first met him, I was at Castle Hill Studios. He's a dope DJ in Atlanta. Scott Taylor, he is talented, um, multi-platinum, um, plaque and um, gold plaque, um, songwriter, engineer. And you can look up his credits. He is amazing too. I learned how to have your own template because no lie with DJ Wade years ago when I was interning at Castle Hill Studios he had this template his template was the first one I ever um, copied and from there I learned from using Submaster keeping tracks together sending them to Aux I learned a lot of that from SAE but having my own template it was DJ Wade so shout out DJ Wade for the template other things that I did learn let me see what else oh when it comes to the booking you gotta understand if you are in a session and you are booked till 5 o'clock you understand that there might be another session at 5 o'clock also and you don't want to be the type to just run run late because the last session and you try to get the hour the couple minutes that you got from the last session so Let's say you had a two-hour session. It ends at five, but it started at three. And the session before you ended at 3.10. So automatically, you're thinking, well, you're going to stay to 5.10. And it's very hard to 
balance that out because, of course, you want to get your money's worth. So being an intern, you got to learn how to balance that. Keeping the next session um, comfortable up front. If they need anything, coffee, water. Uh, We have um, a vending machine. So if they want to get a snack and, you know, if needed as an intern, you might have to run to get things from the gas station, get food. Um, So it's a lot to think about if you want to be an intern. But in my opinion, it was beneficial because... Me being an intern at Castle Hill Studio, one session there was Steve Habeki, and he was there, and we just had a quick conversation, and he was telling me how he was looking for a new assistant engineer, because the last one he had, he felt like wasn't up to par with his standards, and the first session he gave me to see if I want, he wanted me to be his assistant engineer was Ray Shrimmers by chance. And after that, I became from an intern to an assistant engineer. So when it comes to being an intern, you never know how it's going to play out. So from everyone at Rebel Ears, thank you for tuning in. And thank you for taking the time to listen. All right. Welcome, everybody. This is Ray of RebelEars.com. And today we are discussing being an engineer. So being an engineer, it could be a few things. It could be a recording engineer, a mixing engineer, or a mastering engineer. You just got to think of what role you want to play or if you want to do all of them together. So in my opinion, if you want to be an engineer, you want to learn from someone. You want to find a mentor who has actually have an experience in that field. So if you want to learn how to track an artist, Tracking is another word for recording. Um, You want to learn from somebody from going to studios. Like being an intern is the best way to get better at being an engineer, which I uh, put in the second episode. So you want to have a mentor, someone you can grow and learn from. Another thing that you might want to do is watch videos on YouTube. Now, YouTube is very helpful, especially if you're trying to learn the intricacies of mixing, recording, understanding vocal chain. So vocal chain is actually um, a preset that you have while it's tracking. So let's say you might want a dry recording, but if you want a vocal chain in your recording, you might have a little EQ and compression. You might have a high pass filter on the EQ just to take the um, noise floor and the muddiness of the vocals out from like, it could be up to... Uh, 50 hertz, 80 hertz, even up to 120 hertz, but you don't want to take too much out because it'll thin the vocals. But things like that you actually learn from, you know, as time goes by from watching videos and even signing up for newsletters. So one of the ones that I do recommend is recordingrevolution.com by Graham Cochran. It's a website for home studio owners who wants to learn how to mix, record, and even master. And he, he even had um, a segment for Waze Plugin when he was talking about how to emulate the SSL board, which is a very good um, segment. I watch it. It's on YouTube. Just type in um, Waze, Graham Cochran of Recording Revolution, and it should pop up. 
Um, Pro Audio Files is another good website. There's so many websites. And then also, if you like reading magazines or just like to download magazines, you should look up Tape Op, T-A-P-E-O-P. And that's by Larry Crane. He's the editor so and the founder. So the magazine deals with multiple engineers in the industry. It talks about um, interviews, new outboard gear, new in-the-box in the box is another word for plugins. Um, what's new? Microphones, um, new consoles, mixing boards, and it's just very good to understand what's out nowadays because it will better yourself as an engineer because you don't want to be, you know, trapped in the um, analog days in a digital era because nowadays a lot of people are making platinum hits. You all in the box like Andrew. Andrew Sheps, he talks about he do a lot of in the box. But then you got to think like with Jason Joshua, he does a lot on his SSL board. And Jason Joshua is, in my opinion, one of the top engineers. In my opinion, Jason Joshua is one of the top engineers of this day. He learned from Dave Pensado. That was his mentor. Now, Dave Pensado, if you look him up, he is... Uh, an amazing engineer. He works. His record goes from Beyonce to Whitney Houston to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like the list goes on. So it's always good if you want to be an engineer to understand like the ones before you, because like I could put names up. Like I said, Jason Joshua, Dave Pisado, Steve Hibiki, even Young Guru. Young Guru is Jay Z's engineer. Like mixing recorded all the way back from oh reasonable doubts actually was it reasonable doubts i'm gonna look it up but i do know he worked on the blueprint which made history um other things that you want to do if you want to be an engineer is practice 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 and even if you have to do like if you're starting off you might want to do some free mixes just to get familiar with if there's an artist that you really want to work with, take the time to understand, like, you know what? I want to work with this person. So take the time to let them know what you would like to do for them because you never know. That could be um, one of the top artists that could come out. So, like, good example, Steve Habicki's pupil, Randy, is now uh, Ray Schremer's, um lead engineer, recording, mixing. He worked a lot on Shrimp Life 2, Shrimp 3, and he um got credit for Sway Lee's and um, Slim Jimmy's um, Guatemala track. He recorded and mixed it himself. Um, I remember working on that uh, project with Steve Habicki at Astro Studios, which used to be Zach Studios, but they changed the name. And um, I learned a lot from that album. I learned a lot from working on Trouble's album, but just take the time to learn from somebody, like I said, a mentor. My mentor is Steve Habicki. YouTube and newsletters like Recorded Revolution, Pro Audio Files. And just do your research. Just type in, um, learn how to mix music or learn how to be a mixing engineer or recording engineer. Use Google. Google is your friend. And like I said, the free magazine, Tape Op, it, I recommend that. I learned that from being at SAE. And now I'm giving it to you. 
So from everybody at Rebel Ears, I want to thank you for tuning in and I will see you on the next segment.